Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Define University podcast. This week's podcast is one of my favorites. It is another Q&A. And uh, how is it? I think it's our fourth one, right? So we do Q&As here on the podcast every fifth episode, and we are at the 20th episode, if you can believe that. We are 20 episodes in. And so before we dive into today's Q&A, I just, I, I have this need. I need to share this thanks with each and every one of you for tuning in each week, for listening, for giving me the opportunity to truly share my heart and soul with you through this avenue, through this lens. And uh, it's just really cool to think that 20 weeks ago, right, just about five months ago, this, this project got started. And it all started with a thought. It all started with a could I do that? And and the answer is yes. And that's just the cool thing. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea where to even start, but I used the information that I know. I took small, simple, and strategic steps, and I have built a podcast. So this is just my way to share with you. If you have that goal, if you have something on your heart that you can't stop thinking about, whether it relates to education or not, do it, right? What's the worst that can happen? It doesn't turn out as you expected, maybe, but maybe it turns out even better than you expected. Maybe it turns out to be that thing that's been missing. And so I just encourage you, if you have something that you can't stop thinking about, it's there for a reason, so go after it. And uh, if that overwhelms you, reach out. That is what I am here for. You know, my goal through Define You is to help teachers, to help educators, Find that relief from the overwhelm to really reignite their passion, reconnect with their purpose, and do it all in a simple and easy way. So there is so much more that can go into that. And if you are, if you if you're wondering what else Define You could help you with, please don't hesitate to reach out. That is what I'm here for. This podcast is one way that uh, I help to support educators really find the relief from that overwhelm and and love who they are in the process. So with that, let's uh, let's dive in. So these, like I mentioned, these Q&A episodes are absolutely some of my favorites because I get to answer questions that you guys have. So where do these questions come from? They really a multitude of places. So if you didn't know, I have a Facebook group over, well, on Facebook called Define University. So questions gather from there. I also write down questions that get messaged to me over on Instagram. If we have not, if we're not connected there yet, please go follow me at lindsay.titus828. It is my absolute favorite platform. So you can find me there the most. Um, Or if you didn't know, you can head on over to my website, www.defineuniversity.com and uh, head over to the podcast tab. And there is a spot right there where you can write questions or future topic ideas that you would like me to share about on the podcast. So what I noticed over the last few weeks, the last two, three weeks in particular, is I got a lot of questions about COVID-19, specifically questions related to how do I finish out the current school year? How do I make the best use of my summer ahead? And what do I do about the fall? And so what I thought I would do is I that I'm going to dedicate this episode to answering those three questions. 
And what I decided to do is I, I, you guys know me, I believe in the mindset, language, and action. So I've taken each of these questions and I've broken down my responses into things to focus on specifically related to those three categories, mindset, language, and action. So let's, let's just jump on in. All right, so the first question was, how do I finish out the current school year strong? So I know some of you listening might actually already be done. I've seen on social media that some schools are finishing. And, you know, for me in New York, we still have about six weeks left. So I really believe that we've got to finish strong. And that's whether we're in the classroom or not. Um, I'm not a huge fan of countdowns because I think it loses sight of the present moment. I think it gets us looking ahead to a future, a future event rather than focusing on the here and now. Now, does it mean they're wrong? Absolutely not. They're just not things I love, um, especially some of our kids. I know when I was in the classroom, some of my kids did not like summer break. They didn't want to be away from school. And so I do think it's important that you remember your audience. You remember it's not about us all the time. It's not about us as educators and what works for us. It's what about it's what works for our class as a whole. So I just as you're looking ahead and as you're looking to really build your momentum or maybe keep your momentum where it's at for the end of the school year, I think that's that's a big piece too is remembering it's not it's not a me, it's a we. And so how do you make those decisions as a classroom community, as a collective as opposed to what maybe works best for or you or you know one or two kids. So, but let's let's dive into that that mindset piece a little bit more. So, I really think it's important to focus on the present moment as I just shared. You know, we've got to in order to finish out the school year strong, we've got to take control, take the reins back of every single day that we do have instead of wishing for something we don't have or something we want more of. So, really bring it back to that to that present moment. So, one way to do that is is really to become aware and, and ask yourself, what impact can I make today? You know, who can I impact? What can I impact? Um, another question could be, who can I connect with today? Right? Maybe you've had a student that you haven't been able to connect with a ton. And so that's your focus for the day. Remember, our focus does not have to be big, large, monumental. And actually, I believe that 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 change in connection and relationships happen small, the small, simple way through those daily actions we take without expecting that big result to happen. It happens over time. It happens with with, you know, authentic effort almost. Right. We have to keep showing up even when we may not get that initial result that we were looking for. The last thing with mindset is I want you to celebrate what you do accomplish over what you don't. So, so often we can focus on what we didn't do in a day, what we didn't get done, who we didn't connect with, who didn't show up on our call, but we can just as easily with a little bit of intentionality behind it, we can talk about and celebrate what we did accomplish, who we did connect with, who did show up, even if it was for one minute, that's one minute more than they did the day before. That's a cause for celebration. So those are the things I think about when I think about mindset of really finishing out this school year strong. Now, what about language? So the language that I that I try and use is, again, we're going to move out of shouldville. We don't want to be in shouldville, meaning I'm doing things because I should. And in addition to that, no more I have to, I need to, right, any of those things. So even at home, even through e-learning, it's I choose to, I get to, I love to. I think those three starters are going to help keep us in that present moment. Why are you doing what you're doing? Is it because someone else is telling you you should? Or is it because it's something you're choosing because it's something you believe and trust in? 
All right, so now we get to action. All right, so what are some action steps we can take to really finish out this current school year strong? Well, what about having your students create a project to share with next year's teacher? And, and again, this is an opportunity I think you can really use the powerhouse combo of choice and voice. So maybe your student can write a letter. Maybe they can create a PowerPoint or do some type of project. Right. This combination of choice and voice is really it, it provides that authenticity and autonomy to your students. And it also helps next year's teacher get a get a glimpse of who they are. Depending on how many students you work with, maybe you have short one on one conversations with each student towards the end of the school year. Right. You set up individual calls for each of them and can have that that moment with them. If not, maybe you can send them, send each of your students a one to two minute personalized audio recording, you know, some type of letter, some type of recording just to let them know how much you enjoyed being their teacher this year. If you have pictures, maybe put together a slideshow of pictures from the year celebrating those highlights. And ultimately, when we're looking at our actions, keep it simple and trust that less is more. A couple other ideas I've seen out on social media is having a virtual talent show or a big class share, right? Finishing out with a huge party, you know, kind of a thing where you can just celebrate with one another. And the, a big action step to finishing out the school year strong is remembering to commit to your effective daily habits and boundaries. We are no good as educators if we let our boundaries slide and we forget this, those steps that we take every day that truly allow us to be the best version of ourselves that there can be. So with that, that is those are my recommendations, my encouragement for you to finish out the school year strong. Now, let's take a look at the second question, how to make the best use of my summer, right? So there's, there's often two trains of thought, maybe three. There's people that work all summer long, right? They, it's almost like they've never left the, class, left the classroom. Then there's people that are absolute, I'm not working at all until, you know, whatever day it is you return. And then there's people in the middle. And, and truth be told, I'm, I'm an in the middle type person. I, I do a lot of work during the summer to prep me for the next school year. Um, but I'm also not an all or nothing mentality. So I do what feels right. And that's what I'm going to share with you here. Um, and I guess in addition, I should add that the three, everything I mentioned in the previous question, all those mindset, all those language and the action tips, um, well, maybe not the action tips so much, but the mindset and language, those really apply to all questions I'm answering here. Um, those are just really good practice to do every single day. Um, but what I've tried to do here for these next two questions is give you some, some new insights in addition to the ones I shared before. So, all right, how to make the best use of my summer. So again, let's look at mindset. I just mentioned, I'm going to mention it again, be careful of the all or nothing mentality. So, right, what do I mean by that? So all summer, no work, all work, no summer, meaning maybe you fill your days with prep, curriculum, maps, maps, PDs, trainings, all the things, right? All family time, no me time, right? Anytime we get into that all or nothing mentality, it's almost like that win or lose. There's no, there's no middle ground. And, and guys, I just, I lived that life for a really long time. And I always felt like I was missing out on something. If I gave my all over here, then what was I saying no to over there? And so I just, I think it's really important that we remember that there is, there is a middle line. There doesn't have to be all or nothing. You get to create what each day looks like. And I've shared on the podcast before, but one of the ways I look at it now is using really like a percent model. So it's that work-life blend, but every single day that blend adds up to 100% me. 
So on, on maybe on one day, I do a lot of um, PD or work for school. So maybe that's an 80% work day and a 20% me, meaning me is my life, business, family, all that good stuff. But then maybe the next three days are the reverse of that, 20% work and 80% me. So it always adds up to 100%. And I just, I feel a lot more calm. I feel a lot more relief when I use that type of understanding versus the all or nothing mentality. So the next thing I want you to, to do is to be careful not to wish for things in the future or put arbitrary boundaries on the time that we do have. So, you know, things like this summer will be so different, which means dot, 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 fill in the blank, right? We're setting ourselves up to this arbitrary concept that we don't actually know because we don't know yet what summer is going to look like. So it might be different, absolutely, but that doesn't mean it still can't be amazing or magical or exactly what you need it to be. We get to create each day to be the best day that by what we do, how we respond and how we show up. So and the last piece for mindset with this that I think of is it gets to be easy. So, so often we create these boundaries. We create these arbitrary stories of what something might be. And that's where worry comes from. That's where doubt creeps in. That's where all those other pieces, fear, anything like that can creep in. So instead of that, take each day for what it is. Take each day that you truly are creating today to be the best day. We're better today than tomorrow. We learn through today to grow into tomorrow. So I think it's, I think, I think that mindset is really going to help you make the most of your summer because you're going to look at each day as an isolated day. And it's also then all those isolated days come to be that collective of what your summer was for you. If we set out with the mindset that it's going to be different, which means it's going to be bad, that's a story. That's a belief. We don't know that. Find, Think of something in your past where different was good. Link to that. There's no reason that this summer, if it's different, can't also be amazing. All right. So then language. What kind of language we want to use? We want to use language such as this summer is going to, and again, keep it focused on something positive and keep it focused on the now. What is this summer going to be for you? This summer is a is a time of self-transformation. This is a summer of self-discovery. I can't wait for this summer so I can focus on me. Those kinds of things are going to get your momentum pumped so that you're more excited for what is coming. Watch statements that are I wish. Those, again, you're, you're forecasting something in the future, and we want to take those wishes, those desires, those dreams, and we want to make them your reality. We want to make them who, part of your daily action today. I want you to watch the use of the word normal. We hear it all the time right now, but for me, a quick switch I've made is instead of normal, it's what's natural or what's expected even, because ultimately I just, I didn't like the word normal before <laughs> this pandemic and I, I don't like it now. So what's natural? So right, it's not necessarily natural that we can't go to all of our favorite summer places, but focus on what I can do. What can I do in this summer? What, can, what steps can I take? What action can I take? So, all right, so we've mentioned mindset, we've mentioned language, now let's get to action. What action steps can I take to make the best use of my summer ahead. One is I want you to keep a school brain dump list available. Guys, if we keep our thoughts in our head, it's gonna feel mentally and physically like we are always thinking about school. And we kinda are, right? If we're keeping those thoughts on replay, on autoplay in our mind, we're literally thinking of school all the time. So write down your thoughts. 
you know, have, and I suggest have one set notebook or one set sheet. However, you know, find a system that works for you. If you're digital, find a full, <laughs> my goodness, my words are getting ahead of me. Create a folder on your phone or screenshot things and create a folder in your album on your phone. Create a folder on your Google Drive. Again, find a system that works for you. But when you have those thoughts, when you see those ideas, write them down, get them out of your head and onto paper. All right, the other thing I would suggest is schedule time each week for back to school. Now again, you do you. But for me, I'm a little, little as I go kind of person. So what do I mean by that? So I'll give you an example. So I just started my admin program and instead of blocking off five hours each weekend, I'm an hour a day kind of person. So I do better in short little chunks of reading, of work, things like that, than rather blocking off five hours. So where that might look for school is I would rather do a little bit each week, one to two hours each week instead of committing to the whole week before school starts to get myself ready for school. That's just what works for me. So schedule schedule it for you though. If you are the week before, go block that off in your schedule now so you know it's there. You don't have to worry about it. If not, each week as you're doing your schedule, put that time in there Give yourself your priorities. What do you want to get done during each of those times so you can use your time more effectively? You can clarify where your time is going versus managing your time. And then by the end of the summer, you've still had that blend of work, life, family, personal, you know, you name it. The other thing is stay on top of your schedule, right? <laughs> what do you want to accomplish? What is it you want to do with your schedule? Make your list now and then here's the key part. So I hope you're listening. Go put it in your schedule. Go put it on your calendar now. If it's not there, you're not going to do it. So and if it's not doable because of COVID-19, find some other way to get that same result. Is there a different way you can do it? Like what was it that you were going to do it for? And is there another way? But go put it on your schedule. If you keep putting it off till later, it's going to stay later. All right. So another action step you can take is to reflect more often. So you guys know I love reflecting every day. I have reflection checkpoints each day. I do weekly and monthly audits of my schedule. And it sounds fancy, but it's nothing more than a few minutes. Yeah, it's like two to three minutes tops each time I do it but it really helps me to check in on where I am with my goals. Am I taking the action? Am I seeing the results that I set out for? Or do I need to make some changes? And for the summer, guys, there is nothing worse than getting to the end of the summer and saying, man, I wish I had more time or I want to do it again. We don't get to do it again. Well, you know, I guess we do in 10 months, but let's not, let's not even go there this year. Let's do the things we want to do so that we can enjoy the summer that we have. All right, the last action step I'm gonna leave you with is when fear creeps in, do something with it. Don't just let it sit there and surface and bubble. Reach out to a friend, write them down, do something to process them. Once we're aware of it, we can label it and then we can take some action to do something about it. All right, so we've covered how do I finish the school year strong, how to make the best of my summer. So now what about fall? And, and I will be the first to admit, this is something I'm still researching. I'm still trying to find resources. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it because we don't have a clear understanding of what it's actually going to look like. 
But here is my, here is the best answer that I can give you right now. But as anything, as this summer does go on, as the school year ends, as I learn more, as more is presented to me, I absolutely will have more information to share. So when I think about mindset for the fall, meaning returning to school, I think the mindset is going to be one of we're all learning. This is a collaborative effort. Students are learning. Teachers are learning. Administrators are learning. Superintendents are learning. Everybody is learning. Getting back to school after this pandemic is not just like the pandemic itself, e-learning itself. This is new to everyone. So we've all got to have that collaborative effort of learning is circular. I learn from you. You learn from me. I think we've all got to really <laughs> get into this growth mindset approach that we're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things that aren't going to work the first time. And that's okay. I tell my daughter all the time when we make mistakes, it's how our brain grows. So we appreciate the mistakes because we learn from them. We reflect and then we grow. So I think we all, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to recommend and really encourage everyone to really have that growth mindset approach. And then again, I think it's, it's those small, simple and strategic steps that are going to build our momentum. We're not going to get it right day one. We're going to get it right the best way we know how. But again, we're going to keep learning every day and we're going to keep building our, mo our momentum every single day. All right, the language. What kind of language am I going to use? I'm going to use language such as I'm exactly the teacher my students need me to be. Any decision I make is better than no decision at all. And I learn from every decision that I make. I don't know. Using those words, I don't know. It's not a sign of weakness, but it's also not a sign to give up. If you don't know something, we ask the questions, we seek the answers, we find the resources, and we do the best we can every single day. All right, now what about those action steps? Where do I focus my attention? All right, we're going to focus on connections and relationships. You guys are going to get <laughs> probably sick of me saying that, but that's where it's got to start. It's more so than ever, trust is, is going to be the foundational anchor. We've got to get that trust between teacher and student which comes through connection and it comes through relationships. And remember, neither of those things, trust, connection, relationships, are checkboxes on to-do lists. We do steps for them every single day, but they are not one and done things. They are things we do every single day throughout the day. And I really believe that the first one to two months that we are in school, that's gotta be our focus. I use the, the, the theory, the concept a lot. It's not about the lesson. It's more about the skill. And so you're certainly going to have lessons. Of course, We've, we're going to fill our day with meaningful content and information. But even though I'm teaching a math lesson, the skill I want students to learn could be a lesson about connection and relationships and confidence and trust in who they are as students. And that, to me, is going to be more of a priority than learning the math, especially in the beginning of the school year. I think it's going to be really important that we establish, you establish a routine for you so that you can show up and be ready for the emotions that are coming. I think we're really going to have to look at mental health as of educators. We're going to have to look at effective communication and those connection and relationships. I think we're going to need to listen and then listen some more and really allowing students to have voice and choice in the classroom, as well as having educate, allowing educators to have choice and voice as to how this community classroom collaborative collection is going to be strengthened in their classrooms. Some ideas for activities is a, I love using a 10 and 10 which is something like giving each student 10 minutes to share 10 things about themselves. And as a class, you learn more about each other in those 10 minutes than you might through a survey or through an interview. 
Um, things like passion projects, right? Just whatever you can do. And again, I will I will think of other ideas or, or research other ideas. They're certainly out there in social media right now. Um, but I just wanted to give a couple to kind of get your head wrapped around it. If you are thinking about, okay, what can I do about fall? The, the point being is that start the year off creating that classroom community first. All right, you guys. So if you are looking for more information about fall specifically, like I mentioned, I am going to be really, this is really what I'm working on right now. And I'm really excited to provide more information. And it's going to be coming to those of you in my monthly membership. So if you didn't know, Define You has a monthly membership subscription called Creative Connections. And the month of July is going to be, the topic is going to be bouncing back. How do we bounce back into education, into teaching? What is it going to look like? And I'm going to be providing the content that I'm finding now, the content that I'm creating now with you in the month of July. So if you haven't joined yet, I highly suggest go check it out. Um, message me, send me a message, send me an email, and I will get you that information. It's also in the bio in my Instagram profile. I'm working on getting that info to my website. It's just not there yet. So send me a message or check out my Instagram bio. And the membership provides to you an exclusive podcast episode, a video training library, a resource library. There's an interactive webinar every single month. There is access to a Facebook group, and there are two Zoom group coaching calls every single month. So all of that, $19 a month. Next month for June, we are focusing on functions of behavior and slaying your support plans. July will be focused on this bouncing back. And then really topics after that are going to be up to you, which is really cool. My goal for this is to really provide content that educators are seeking and educators are looking for in a variety of ways. Why? Because just like our students, I know that educators learn content in different ways. Some of you love podcasts. Some of you love video. Some of you love interaction. Some of you love listening. And so my goal through this membership is to provide information to you in a multitude of ways so that some way, shape, or form, you're going to get the content that you need to truly be the educator that you, you know you are, to reignite your passion, reconnect to your purpose, and find relief from that overwhelm that can so quickly come in our lives as educators. All right, you guys, that is what I have for you this week. I so hope you enjoyed. If you did, please share this out on social media. Tag me in it so I can celebrate right alongside you. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. You guys know I love the feedback, and I love to know how this podcast is helping you as the educator you are growing into every single day. So with that, you guys, have an amazing week ahead. And as always, we will talk soon.